Hi, welcome to Random Acts of Conversation. This is Mo and Scott, your hosts, brought to you live with Dave, the producer. I don't know, is it live? (laughs) If you like the show, we encourage you to please subscribe to it on iTunes, and you can also like us on our Facebook page. If you have any comments or suggestions for future shows or comments about past shows, please email us at racpodcast at gmail.com. So we lost Aquacade. We are the north, which is green, and the south, which is red. We won, what, three years in a row? Yes. And we lost this year by quite a bit. But it was entertaining. It wasn't quite a bit. It was quite a bit, because usually they call it they call it even right before the swim relay. I think that's for drama. 50 points is still tight. It's really two events, three events. That's it. Like like group events. That that put you over the edge? Yeah, think about it. It's 50 points, gave them 10 points, and, and we didn't get it. So it's almost like a 20-point 20, 20 swing each each event, right? No? Math wrong. I, I mean, it's, I can't. Like, again, we're doing this too early. <laughs> I haven't I haven't really had my cup of coffee yet. I felt it was close, but I didn't feel the normal stigma of it being close. I always thought Red was going to win for some reason. Our numbers were really low. Did you notice that at all or no? The, on the green team? Yeah. It Well, for some age groups, there were like hardly any. Yeah. Yeah. But like on, on Saturday... Um, well, I knew it was going to be low on Friday. We were at the uh, the kickball game. So um, on Friday when we did the kickball game, you look in the outfield, and I might be exaggerating, but it looked like there were 75 kids in the outfield of the kickball game. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to be in trouble this weekend. Yeah. Well, the red team has way more kids than we do, it seems. Either, the, either our side didn't show up or they just have way more people. Well, on Friday and Saturday, you can have grandkids, and I think that um, I think they came out in full force. I don't think I think if it was just all weekend, legitimately just people that lived in the neighborhood, I think the numbers would be relatively even. Yeah. But on Friday, Saturday, you can have former residents and grandkids, and I think more red came back this year. Oh. Than green. Than green did. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a theory. I don't know. So then I went to a wine tasting with your wife, Katie or Kate, as you call her, and Kelly. We went up to Holland, and it was an interesting event. Did she she tell you all about it? No, I mean, I just assumed you guys drank the whole weekend. I mean, it was wine tasting. It was was a wine tasting weekend, but then we, our last winery that we went to, we ended up in this weird place with this, this guy that they rented out the space at the same time they had wine tasting. So while we're enjoying our wine, they're having this discussion about refugees and mental health and the guy that was doing the wine tasting might have already had a few glasses of wine and it was really um did you offer them your insight well it was funny because katie's like this is your thing it's mental health but then the guy had such a thick accent and i have a hard time like i have to i have to use subtitles when i watch tv (laughs) when i watch tv with the english accent (laughs) i can't understand it there's a spoof. I actually watched this last night with with uh, Kate because um, they were using on World of Dance, um, the, the TV show. Have you seen that or no? No. Um, obviously, we're a dance family, but World of Dance, uh, there was this English-speaking group that had an accent. So World of Dance decided to use subtitles. But it was so clear what they were saying. I bet you it wasn't. It was so racist. <laughs> 
think that's racist. Oh, it was 100%. How is that racist? To use subtitles when you don't need them. You don't need them, but (laughs) I do. Like, I want anything, like, any, like, The Crown, which is a show, Sherlock, like, these are all... Because because they have an accent, they're speaking the same language as you. But I can't understand the accent. (laughs) You should not have to have subtitles. I have to have subtitles. Sometimes I have to have subtitles when you speak. (laughs) There's no way. I speak so slowly. Is that right? Adverb. Slowly. Enunciate. It brought me onto a YouTube video where they're they're interviewing some terrorists and yes, and this like fake it was a spoof, so this fake like CNN reporter is talking to him and the terrorist is speaking perfect English because they went to like American University out of Cairo and uh and they still put subtitles down. So in the middle of the guy's like decree, you know, where he's talking about the infidels and all this other stuff, um, he stops and he says, Wait, what is that? Why do I have subtitles? <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking perfect English. And then like when his buddy next to him who spoke, who had a little bit clearer accent, spoke English, there was no subtitles. And he's like, why doesn't he get subtitles? Like, and it was just like big spoof on the fact that people were speaking English. I can't believe you brought this up today. But it's not the English that it's not the language they're speaking. It's the accent that they're using to speak it. Because a lot of the times people will speak very fast which I have in in the shows that I watch with the English accents they seem to speak faster than I am capable of understanding so I need to you watch those shows often don't you get used to it no I don't like when you have um like a couple of the guys that coach with me like have like a Scottish accent or any of that stuff um you start to get used to it and you understand it better no I think that I understand it if I'm in person like one of our neighbors has a English accent. Totally understand him, but TV shows I can't because I tried to watch Sherlock. There was like three shows that we watched. Have you ever seen Sherlock? No. Anyways, it's it's a good show, but I after the third episode, I said I can't. I can't watch it anymore. It seems like it's good, but I can't understand it. But I can't. I can't do subtitles ever watching a movie because I end up just reading and I'm not watching like the show or the movie like you end up just reading the words and you're not seeing the facial expressions of the people saying them or any of that other stuff i know the only time i can do subtitles is when they're speaking an actual different language and i want to know what they're saying yeah but then that theory still holds true so you can't watch foreign movies on because you still can't see the their fate you're not looking at their nonverbals. if what do you mean watch foreign movies? You said the only way that I can do that is if they're speaking a whole different language. I can read something. I know, like an American movie, but like they have like a different language they speak, like in Die Hard, for example. Oh. Speaking a different language, oh. terrorists are. Yeah. But like, I'm not, what do you mean watch, you watch foreign movies where they like do voiceovers? I have. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That would bother me. I can't even watch YouTube videos where like the, it's two seconds off, where the voice is two seconds oh, off yeah, from the, the video. Dying. I hate that. Well, that's the same thing. No, because when it's the The dying, mouth doesn't match. I know. More frustrating than subtitles, though, because the mouth not matching, you're actually looking at the person talking, and their mouth is not matching the words. But when you're reading the subtitle, it doesn't really matter as much. I know, but what I'm saying is there's no way. I can't watch foreign movies. I just assume every movie's made in English. <laughs> that's that's like, not at all their own. People, like, yeah, people in Russia, they don't get their own movies. They have to watch ours and their voiceovers. That's, that's, that's what I assume. 
that I'm safe in my little bubble. I wonder if people in England have to have subtitles when they're watching, like, you know, the president speak of America. I mean, I think everybody needs subtitles for that. Uh, yeah. But for Trump, you mean? I don't like to get political. <laughs> <laughs> you look at you trying to start something. <laughs> trying to get you into it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so, because we sing our words. We speak slower. <clears throat> I think people in the U.S. speak slow. My point. That's why I need subtitles. They're fast and I just think your brain needs to work faster. That could very well be, too. But some of them are so clear, but they still still put subtitles down. It ruins the show for me. It ruins. I I have to turn it off. I feel like you haven't given it enough time. To to read it instead of watching? No, I feel like you need to watch more shows like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Think it is. I don't think though. I, I think I'm I'm good where I'm at. The <laughs> subtitles drive me crazy. You don't think it's a form of racism? I, well, racism is not when you can't understand the way someone speaks. <laughs> it's assuming they don't speak like you, so you're. you're no, it, racism would be if I judge them for the way. I mean, I don't judge somebody because I don't understand. I know. I'm them. just I'm just baiting you right now. You're an ass. That's that's, that's my fault. <laughs> I was listening to the show yesterday, actually, because um, so we were talking when we were in the wine night or the wine tour, whatever. We were talking about like places that we would really like to go before we die. And Kelly said that she was dating a guy that uh, <laughs> that she asked that question to, and his bucket list was to go to the Grand Canyon. So at that point, because our friend Kelly's she travels all the time, so at that point she was not interested in having another date. So anyways, my thing was like, I want to go to Alcatraz is on my bucket list. And I, um, because you know, because you love murder. Yeah. And which brings me to my next point is that I was listening to this show yesterday about, is it hazmat? The people that go in and clean up the messes of the people that are killed. Right. Okay. So hazmat, isn't that like dangerous materials? Well, if you're dead and your blood's everywhere, it's dangerous. All right. It's toxic. So anyways, this guy, this hazmat guy goes in and he, and this guy's dead. And he's been dead for a while, which is sad in and of itself. But so he goes in and he said, it's been only, it's been a couple weeks and it was gross. There's blood all over the floor. And all of a sudden he hears this noise and he doesn't understand where this noise is coming from because he's the only one in the house. So after a while he looks over and maggots have emerged and are feeding on this guy and it sounded like you know how when you need raw hamburger just like squishy sound yes isn't that disgusting that is it was gross so anyway i think it's even more gross that you're fascinated with murder why is that gross (laughs) isn't it interesting why people would snap no why not People are crazy. That's just the way it is. But that's the thing is that I feel like we are all crazy. And unless you're a serial murderer, like unless you're really, there are always exceptions to rules. Let me preface it. But we, for the most part, we are all capable of anything. But I I was amazed with, okay, let me, I'm going to finally let you know, I listened to my first podcast yesterday. Which one? And it lasted a solid eight minutes. Yeah. Um, on a 30 minute podcast. And I was like, man, I, I hope people can listen to us longer than this one. Basically one person talking, being interviewed by another person. And I don't want to use famous people. So I'm not red listed or blacklisted in this whole thing. If you type in murder, there's a boatload of like, 
<laughs> podcasts about it. I know. It's pretty cool. It's a hot topic, I guess. Well, I think that people are just fascinated, well, I am, with why somebody would snap and do something like that. Like, I feel like, I don't know, there's a whole... See, you're, you're thinking the mental health side of things, but, like, when when I watch, like, uh, what was it, the, the brothers that... That mer- oh, the Menendez. Yeah. yeah. So when I watched that one on television, right, um, I was more fascinated with, like, the chain of evidence. Yeah. Like, that side of things. Like, the forensic side of things and the storyline versus what were they thinking? Right. You are always, like, trying to get in somebody's brain like you are mine right now. I'm not trying to get in your brain. But like you were, you were, you're on that side of things. I'm just like, like the OJ trial. Did you watch that one? I didn't watch that. Well, I watched it when it was happening. I didn't watch the. I watched the OJ. I, I think I was the OJ trial. I think I was in a freshman in college. I don't even think Where you know it? because it was '92. I was in high school. It wasn't '92. It was. Not when the verdict came through. I was either high school or early college. When the verdict came through, I swear it was like 90, fall of 95. Was it that late? I want to say, because I remember being in a 15 passenger van. We were about to go on an away trip for one of our college soccer games. And somebody came running out and said, OJ is guilty. And people were celebrating. Yeah. And I was like, what are we celebrating about? That is weird. Like you're, I mean, you celebrate. No, OJ is not guilty. Not sorry. guilty, right. I don't want to be sued by OJ. Your dude needs money right now. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but I, do you remember Scott Peterson, how he killed Lacey Peterson? I watched that one two days ago. Oh, like the Lifetime movie one or like an E? Like an no, e listen, I like. <laughs> I watched I, them all and I read I wa- the book. I watched the um, the YouTube one, and there was one there was one on YouTube uh, that was done by some news. I forget which one. See, look, my sources suck. I understand that. That's all right. Because I don't really cite anything when I talk. But um, the 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 Peterson that's messed up. It's messed up. I know that one's. Cr- I got so fascinated by that one because he was uh, what with that Amber. Amber. Amber Fry. Fry. Yeah. yeah. Amber Fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was like, he was a true narcissist. And you know, do you know that he gets like love letters in San Quentin? Oh, I'm Death sure. Row. I'm sure. People are crazy. I, I said Men- that before. One of the Menendez brothers is married right now. How? Well, here's the weird thing about that. Like, you would be surprised how many women marry inmates that have no chance of ever getting out. Well, marrying one that does have a chance of getting out if they've murdered might be a little suspect anyway. But my theory behind that is that these women have had really bad experience with people who have not been committed to them. (laughs) If you're marrying somebody who is never getting out of prison, uh, they're not going to cheat on you. Yeah, but you need to have some sort of interaction with... They don't don't get conjugal... But Scott Scott Peterson doesn't make sense. Well... Okay, you're going to try to psychoanalyze him, but like, I just like to say, how stupid is he that he is at a vigil for his wife Mm -hmm. and he has a conversation with Amber Fry there? I know. Like... And I remember, did you watch any of it live as it was happening? No. I remember, I did, and I remember him getting interviewed by, was it... Diane Sawyer, I don't know who it was, but he was getting interviewed. It's amazing how people can put on a game. Well, he had some fake tears that came out. I remember, like, when I saw it, I was like, wow, he looks really emotional. And then I, then I like, heard the story. I was like, dude, man, he's a good actor. 
holy cow. Yeah, he is. And then, but then he was like, well, I didn't want it to make it about me. That's why. But if you watch the whole like flashback, like when it actually happened, all I thought to myself when it was happening was they always go after the spouse. Mm -hmm. Always. And then I kind of just like ignored it. Yeah. Because that's how I am with stuff. I'm not as, as up to date on my murders <laughs> my murders as you are but like but like when you think and look back at it it's messed up it is it's messed up and you know what's also messed up first it's messed up that he murdered her at all but like you did this on christmas eve now you're giving the family a memory that always taints christmas for them like if you're gonna murder your spouse, do it at a random like February oh, no, day. Oh stop this! Why do it? On I can't Eve? believe you just said that. <laughs> if you're gonna murder your spouse, like you're giving people advice, do well, it on do it on President's Day. The family, like they're now it's always Christmas Eve is always gonna be like this was the day. Like, no, if many. somebody is murdering somebody, they're not thinking of their family. I mean that is a fair point, but I do. I think of them, and I'm sad. I'm sad. You think no. about their family. I course. do. Well, because I'm not going to murder anyone. Right. But that's common sense. But I can't believe you just gave advice to a murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most absurd comment I've heard come out of your mouth. Uh, really? If you're going to murder somebody. That's how you do it. Please do it like on President's Day, not Christmas. Because <laughs> nobody cares about President's Day. No. Or Columbus Day. Or Flag Day. <laughs> some or other, Tuesday. Some other holiday other than the one that's celebrated. You know, come on. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm the only one that's ever thought of that before. I think about that all the time. When I, people I, get killed in these national. I have days. talked to a lot of people, and that's the first time I've heard that <laughs> that somebody is really upset about the day he picked to murder somebody. <laughs> not upset about the murder. Okay, now you're twisting my words because I'm not more upset with the day it happened. I'm more upset that it happened, but. I don't know. That that was sad. And then she was found all decapitated because she had like deteriorated. Uh, oh my gosh. In the You're really into that. I, I know. And, that the, and then and poor Connor the baby like You know their names? Had, yeah. She Jesus. Was, it was terrible. What was the dog's name? They didn't Did they have a dog? I don't know <laughs> if they had a dog. He almost said something. I know. I did. I don't think that they had a dog. But it is and we are, like, as a culture, we're way more fascinated with murderers that are good-looking than we are with you the ugly me. ones. I'm not fascinated at all. Murders are murders. But society in general, you just said there's, like, millions of murder podcasts. A lot of people it's, are fascinated with murder. It's crazy. It's crazy. You guys, I say you guys because I can say that, are crazy that you're so fascinated with Why it. Why is that crazy, though? Like, it's fascinated with what would lead somebody to do it. It's not, I'm not only have fascination with how they did it. It's why is it, like, you had this lovely life with this lovely wife. You're about to be a dad, which, I, and I get that's what scared you. And you but why, why that. must you analyze everything? Like, why can't, like, that's the problem. Why, with, I think with our society, why can't you just say he's crazy? Because there's why, always Why is there reason. something that has to make him be crazy. Because I think that we can't assume that people are one-dimensional. Ah, why not? It's so much easier that way. Yeah, but then you people would get... If you took the chance to hear somebody's story, you would never meet a person that you didn't like. So you would like Scott Peterson? I wouldn't... No. I would <laughs> Okay, but also, like, they're, like he, he's a sick individual because he's pathological. He's a narcissist. But that in itself is fascinating to me. But for the most part, like, you know those You've random people. sick fascinations. You know those random people that you're like, ugh, I hate you. 
and I don't know why. Does anybody else have that, or is it just me? That's yeah, just you. <laughs> but if you take the time to hear their story and talk to them for a while, you get to understand them. So I like, I'm trying to come from that perspective these days in my life. You're a lot more patient than I, because, because if I hear somebody's story, I do not think that is a reason to murder. Nope, not a reason to murder. There's never a reason to murder. But that's what I'm saying is you're almost molding that story to where it's almost an excuse to be crazy. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm trying to understand. Being accusatory right now. You're yeah, kinda. You're <laughs> telling me I'm molding a story to make murder. Ex- I know, but what I'm saying is I don't know that I can like, like, I don't know if I can learn to like somebody based on their story, even if they still murdered somebody. I don't need to ever like them, but I would seek to understand them. I don't, I don't get that. But I wouldn't forgive them. I wouldn't like, well, you know what though? I would like to say, and I'm probably- But you have a, you have a degree in this and I don't. Well, that, <laughs> so. but my degree doesn't have anything to do with like just how I feel about it though. Like I just, maybe I know a little bit more about mental health than you do, but but, I, this but is, that's why you went for that degree because perhaps. you're fascinated with that stuff. I would like to say that, um, I'm probably a minority and I don't know what would happen if, if this actually happened, but I would like to say that if something happened to my son, I would be able to seek forgiveness of the person that did it. Like I would not meet, I mean, give forgiveness to the person who did it. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I, I, I can see that, believe it or not. Wow, I can't believe it. I don't disagree with that. That would be dead air. But I'm not gonna, but the, but the forgiveness is not going to be based on their story. Well, it would have to be. How would you, how do you forgive, how do you forgive somebody without seeking a little bit of understanding? Well, when, I mean, at, the, at, at a certain point, but like, it's not because you understand their story and you think it's tolerable. No. But that's that's kind of like what forgiveness, sometimes if it's about the story, like for me, I would forgive them selfishly because I don't want that weight on my shoulders. I'm not forgiving them for them. Right. Like I'm not trying to help them out. Right. Like I'm not gonna go up to the guy and say, I forgive you, but I might inside say to myself, okay, I forgive him. Yeah. Because he needs to live with that. Like he needs to live with that guilt. I'm not gonna give him, I'm not gonna give him the pleasure of that weight lifted off his shoulders, if there is a weight. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want that weight off his shoulders because you think it's better for their mental health? Only if he was truly, or she, whatever, was truly remorseful, like if they were seriously, seriously sorry, and it would take me years, years and years, I would like to think that I was the person that could, at some point, go visit them in prison and not forgive their action. I mean, just like let them know that, I don't know. Like, I just feel like people deserve to die in some sort of, I don't know. I understand like, according to religion, you're supposed to forgive and all that, but I don't know that I could do it verbally. Yeah. I could do it mentally inside, but I don't know that I could look across from that person and say, I forgive you. Yeah. I don't know if I could either, but I would like to, to think that maybe I could depending on- I just think it gives them a break that they don't deserve. I don't, I think it just releases me of carrying around that anger. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to tell them. You can, you can tell somebody else. But if you're not, if you're not telling them, are you really forgiving them? Like if you're, if your goal is to get them to walk around like feeling horrible all the time, are you really forgiving them? I mean, that is my goal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be real. 
you know, if something happens to my child and I have to live mm-hmm. with being miserable, why do they get forgiveness and not have to live with being miserable? That's, I mean, that's a fair point, but like I, it's that my goal would never be to get them to not be miserable. That might be a result of the forgiveness, but that wouldn't be the goal of the forgiveness. Yeah, that's not a chance I'm willing to take. Fair enough. <laughs> when in doubt, talk about murder, right? Right. Anyone out there from here on out, if you want to ever have a conversation with Mo Fugetti, <laughs> speak about murder. You'll be there for the next two hours. There you go. We're going to wrap up this uh, episode here, and we will see you next time. This is Mo and Scott, or Scott and Mo. <laughs> Peace out. Scott and Mo. <laughs>